Hey guys, today's episode is all about personal growth and positivity. I'm joined by one of my favorite queens in the EDM community, at Deepler Princess, to chat about overcoming obstacles like depression and anxiety and low self-esteem to finding your core confidence. We also chat about how to break into the festival community as an influencer and what it's like becoming an insomniac performer at EDC. There's so much to go over with Dom today, so let's just jump right into it. Hey you guys, welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I am your host, Emma Capotis. Thank you all so much for tuning in this week. I'm so excited to have you guys here. Today's episode is much needed right now with everything going on in the world. We are focusing on the positive. I wanted to have a guest on who genuinely is just like a beaming light in the dark. She's so positive. I love her energy um, and it was a pleasure getting to know her. So I can't wait to introduce you guys later to Dom. She also goes by at Deepler Princess on Instagram and on Twitter. And we're going to chat all about the festival community and all that fun stuff. But really Dom's story is incredible. And again, she's just overcome so many things and her personal growth is amazing. If you don't follow her already on social media, you definitely should. She just always has words of encouragement and they're super motivating. I always look forward to reading her posts. They always put me in such a great mood. So I was like, you know what? We need somebody like that on the podcast so we can all just walk away from this feeling a little bit better. So I can't wait to get into that with you guys today. Uh, Before we get started, I want to thank you all for being here. If you guys have a second today, do all of the things, rate and review on iTunes. You guys can subscribe to my YouTube channel at Emma Capotis uh, and also give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We're posting lots of fun TikTok these days, guys. I'm trying to like work on some more fun videos over there. Um, And yeah, make it your stories today. Tag at Rave Culture Cast and most importantly, tell a friend. That's the best thing you can do is just spread the word about it. Tell someone about Rave Culture Cast. Um, I genuinely appreciate it so much. So it's really exciting to see our family grow every week. It's awesome. And we need each other now more than ever. I'm trying to fill the gaps that we're currently having with shows and festivals by just talking about the things we love, watching all the live streams that are happening. We'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, thank you guys so much for doing that. Your support means everything. I hope you guys are all doing well. Uh, Really quickly, you know, I hope everybody's safe and healthy. I hope your loved ones are doing okay. Uh, I'm not going to harp on it too much, but just wanted to catch you up really quickly what's going on in my life. Um, I have been home now for about a month. I'm working from home currently. Um, My job, I'm lucky, is kind of like business as usual so I'm just doing that and again using all of my free time to sort of work on YouTube content and the podcast and all the things that like I still love to do and I love to focus on and it's just been so much fun doing that but uh, I worked on a video on my YouTube channel really quickly that I don't know if it's going to be up yet at this point but I have decided to dub April as the self-care month So I want you guys all to join me in doing this because I think with everything going on right now, it's just like stressful all the time and just getting through the day sometimes is an accomplishment, like brushing your teeth is an accomplishment, 
doing one thing rather than doing a million things. Like, it's definitely an accomplishment. And I read an article in the New York Times this week. I think it said stop trying to be, or it was called stop trying to be productive. And I've never related to an article more in my life. And it was just talking about how you see all these posts on social media and people being like, oh, you know, what are you doing to fill your day? Like, are you being productive? Are you making use of your free time now? And at the same time, it's like, yes, you probably just shouldn't like lay on your couch 24-7. That's not good for your health. But at the same time, people are also, we, we were this culture before this of just like, go, 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 nonstop. I mean, how many of you listening right now had a million festivals booked back to back? Like it was just getting to be this pace that was like almost hard to keep up with. And I personally, you know, don't share this that often, but I was getting to the point of creative burnout and it had been building for months, but it really like exploded, I would say in like January and February. I was just like not in a good mental space and I felt like everything I was doing was work, work, work. And when you feel like you're just trying to get something done, it sort of like stifles your creativity because you're no longer like, I'm still excited to do things, but I was like, okay, I just need to check this off my list. I need to edit this. I need to create that, blah, blah, blah. And I was like producing at such a like a high volume that I wasn't like putting my whole heart and soul into like everything. And then I decided literally within the last week that I was no longer, that pace was no longer serving me and I want to slow things down. And I've already been in such a better headspace within the last few days. I can't even tell you guys. So if any of you are listening right now and you're in a similar situation and you just feel like so much pressure on yourself or you lost your job or like all of these outside circumstances are affecting you, I just want everyone to like collectively take a deep, deep, (laughs) I can't talk, deep breath like Vibe with A does her vibe check on her podcast and just like refocus and think about like what do you need to do to like feed your soul right now? Um, Do the things that like self-care, take care of yourself, your health, both mentally and physically, you know, take a walk around the block. I'm trying to I'm actually switching up my YouTube schedule. I'm not going to be producing three videos a week anymore. I'm always going to have the podcast. That's not going anywhere. I love doing this, but I'm not going to be doing three videos. I'm going to probably do two a week, and I don't know what days I'm going to post other than the podcast is always Wednesday. And yeah, I've already been less stressed. I have said no to some meetings. I'm no longer booking things back to back because let me tell you, I was having days where I would do my full-time job, I would get off the phone, eat dinner, and then do two calls at night or record an interview for the podcast and then go and edit until I went to sleep. And again, like wasn't, it was, I was going down a road of burnout. So anyway, this is a very long intro, but I just wanted to say I'm making April a self-care month. I hope you guys all do the same. We're all under a tremendous amount of stress, whether we, we realize it or not. And we should just do the things that make us happy. And for all of us listening, it's probably music, watching some live streams, FaceTiming with friends, doing Zoom meetings. Like that's the incredible thing about this community. I feel like we've never been more connected than we are right now. Um, The EDM community is doing the most. Like (laughs) these live streams that these DJs are doing in companies, like honestly, friggin' incredible. Like no one else is really doing anything like this. And it's just amazing. You know, I've been FaceTiming with my family, my cousins. Like, we don't really do things like that normally. I've genuinely never seen so many people biking and walking outside. Like, 
you know, it's forcing us to put down our electronics and just like be present in the moment. So let's all do that this month. Um, And that sort of ties perfectly into what today's episode is about because Dom is just like such a positive person and but her story you know like you have to get there right you're not always that way you build up to that like over life and through different experiences that you have and we're all on this journey you know everybody has different challenges and things like that but the main thing I'm kind of trying to get at is sometimes you have to change your attitude and the way you approach some things and that's like what I finally realized like literally nobody can control what is happening in the world right now which is an annoying feeling to have but you can change how you're thinking about it and you're approaching it. You know, how are you going to spend this time? It may be a couple of months that we're like this, you know. Are you going to sulk the entire time and be sad and depressed? Or, you know, are you going to change how you think about things? And that's how I finally was. I was like, you know what? I don't have to be busy every day. Not what I need to do. I might just want to watch friggin' Disney Plus and eat ice cream one night. And that's good enough like that you know what I mean so yeah so sometimes we just have to like approach life differently and you never know what's going to happen I feel like if you can change your circumstances sometimes some other doors will open up uh, and you know we're all on this journey to just like kind of find inner peace and find ourselves and what works in our lives and you know stay happy right now with everything going on so Dom's story is really cool and it was so great getting to know her today um, you know, she and I met very briefly at Imagine Music Festival, but we didn't really get to speak. Obviously, it was just a quick interaction. So actually like, getting to know her today and like hear her story and stuff was really incredible. And like I said, she just motivates me and makes me fe- think positively. So I'm really excited to have her on in just a few minutes here. But really quickly, guys, let's do our listener of the week. I'm sort of doing things a little differently. I just had a lot I wanted to get off my chest. And I, you know, always want to be connected with you guys and let you know what's going on with my life. So now you know a little bit about me behind the scenes and where I've been at the last few months mentally. I'm really looking forward to April and I'm already feeling better. And I hope you guys are feeling better as well um, because we genuinely have each other to rely on. So don't forget that. So our listener of the week, if you guys are new here and you're not familiar, every week I like to highlight one of our listeners. Um, People can send in nominations to raveculturecast at gmail.com and you can just like highlight somebody that's making an impact on your life or the community. So today, this is our letter. It says, Dear Emma, this is the first time I'm writing in. I've been a longtime fan of the podcast. I'm so excited to do this. I hope someday to meet you and trade candy with you. Thank you for all your positivity and helpful tips you put out into the world. You're definitely a breath of fresh air, especially during these dark times. Thank you so much for saying that. My nomination is for Crystal and Ant jointly at K underscore A underscore Rave on Instagram. And they're my Rave family's mom and dad. They're a married couple and my longtime friends. Oh, that's awesome. They're big fans of your podcast and your YouTube channel. They, they admire you for how sweet, genuine, and down-to-earth you are. But the reason I'm nominating them is that they always take care of our Rave fam and keep us together. They are the glue that binds my Rave family together, and we love them. They are both one of the most, both the most selfless people I know and are always taking care of everyone. This includes complete strangers that are in need. If they need water, chapstick, someone to help out when you're not feeling well, or even a medic, they've got your back always. I've seen little rave babies not feeling good in a crowd. They've stopped and taken care of them and even adopted them into our rave family. They always have a smile on their face and embody plur in all situations. I love them to pieces. There really isn't anything else I can say because they are amazing human beings. 
One last thing is they are both Seven Lions fans just as much as you, Emma. Seven Lions rave fan right here. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) We are all candy ravers and can't wait to give you some Seven Lions candy. Fuck yes, let's do it. Thank you again, Emma, for all you do for this community. It never goes unnoticed. Peace and love always. And that's from Karen Cortez at CareBear6262 on Instagram. Oh, what's up, girl? (laughs) That's so awesome. Give it up to our rave moms and dads, you guys. You are the best. We need you. We love you. Um, I just did an episode last week all about actual rave moms and dads who are parents, but that's so incredible. Um, Karen, thank you so much for writing in. And again, you guys, you can always submit nominations like this to raveculturecast at gmail.com. So I look forward to seeing your nominations and I hope everybody has a good day. Okay, really quickly, I am looking for upcoming submissions for a new topic. This is one I've wanted to do for a while. I think it's really fun um, and it's like pretty popular in the EDM community. I've done a video like this. Oh my God, like it was very far back in the beginning of my YouTube channel, but I want to know what type of raver are you? I'm talking about like the rave stereotypes. Let's just have fun with this. It's not that serious, but I want to know what rave, you know, stereotype or what type of raver are you? Are you a rave mom and dad? Are you a wook? Uh, Are you a headbanger? Whatever, like house head, techno snob, like whatever you want to call yourself. Um, I want to hear from you. Tell me like what type of raver you are. Let me know what category you fall under. You can fall under multiple like me. I guess if I was to say, I would say I'm a househead 100%. Uh, I'm definitely a rave mom, kind of a candy kid. Like I definitely wear candy, not too much, but I love making candy. Um, And like shuffler-ish. I'm an amateur shuffler. (laughs) But yeah, I want to know what category you fall under. Tell me your story. Uh, Why do you fall under that stereotype? Um, And you can even say, like, if you don't want to answer, you could also just say, like, how do you feel about rave stereotypes? You know, what's your opinion on that? So send in your submissions to raveculturecast at gmail.com. That's raveculturecast at gmail.com. You can just title your emails, what type of raver are you? And I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys. It's going to be a fun one. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into the queen at Deepler Princess. Uh, Can't wait for you guys to hear from her. Go follow, go support, show her some love, and let's welcome Dom to the podcast. Hi. Hi. There you go. You're beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Girl, okay, so I have so much to chat with you about today. Sorry, I'm a mess. No, no, we're A-okay. Yeah. How's everything going by you? It's going pretty, I mean, like everything's really crazy for sure. Um, it's going good though. Like I, anytime, like I need something, I kind of hit it before work and I get to work early. So like I beat any rush, but like there's still like half the stuff is already gone. So it's just like, everything's like wild and I just move. So there's like stuff I actually need that like they just don't have because everybody's freaking out thinking that they need it. And it's just like, nothing's on lockdown yet. So, I mean, like, now you moved to Florida again, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in Florida. I'm in Tampa. Um, and, uh, all the like bars and stuff like closed on after five, they're talking about, I think, implementing a quarantine. I know Orlando has one. Um, and then like a lot of the places are just like drive through or like carry out. Um, and like, that's it. So yeah, it's really, really crazy. It's getting like making me more worried by like this, like the day as I wake up, I always hear something new. Like today there was like a 12 year old who has it and is on a ventilator and I'm like, I know it's so crazy. I just feel like every day, especially because, um, it's like just getting big for us now in the United mm-hmm. States. Like a lot of it's still March, so like we didn't realize how serious this was maybe until two yeah. weeks ago. So now it's like 
we're going to see all these people who were going out and about like getting yeah. sick but because you won't know for like 10 to 14 days. So exactly. Everything's just like, it's happening. It was like one day it was like, everything's going to be fine. Just wash your hands. And then like two days later, it's like, okay, we're all going into quarantine. It's I like, know. Oh, I know. We're, we're, just, we're trying to keep ourselves busy and safe. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's all you can really do, you know, like just keep being hopeful and keep like, you know, just like hoping for the best and like doing what you can, you know, keeping busy, starting hobbies, like just mm-hmm. turn like it into any type of positive, like anything you've been like putting off, just like do it now. Cause like you have the time. So no, I'm glad you said that. Cause like one thing I definitely want to talk to you and we'll get into it is just about like how positive you are. And mm-hmm. I was, I was listening to a podcast this morning where they were mm-hmm. talking about it and they were like, in the scheme of our life, like this is going to be such a small blip looking back oh, yeah. on it. Absolutely. But at the same time, like, this might be the next few months, like, six months or something, and a lot of people are either going to take, like, an approach where they're really not going to do much, and work Mm -hmm. really slow if you have work Mm -hmm. at all, and people are just going to sit at home, and then the other half of the people are going to be like, okay, what can I do with all of this time? How can I make the most of it? You can still get work done. You can still create things. Like, which person are you going to be throughout this time? It's all about how you take it, how you handle it, and what you do with it. Yeah, exactly. I know. And that's how I, and I think it's so new too. Like you can tell me how you feel like my emotions are like this, like one minute I'm like positive and we're going to be fine. And the next minute I'm like, this is horrible. Literally, <laughs> it's like, what festivals am I going to go to? I have all I this know. stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. And especially, yeah, Absolutely. it pertains to like our hobbies and interests. Like they're totally on totally. Yeah, they're completely on hold. It's like what we like love to do and like what keeps us all sane as like ravers and festival goers are these festivals and it's like creating our looks and like expressing ourselves in our most like natural way, like ways we can't be in the real, in the real world. And then it's just like all taken from us and it's like, okay. Yeah, exactly. I know. Well, it's, it's been cool to see people like still embracing it and like dressing up for the mm-hmm. live streams and still like, yeah, I don't know. I like deleted my socials right now um just because I had some things going on so I really wanted to like not like be on my phone and like constantly checking things mm-hmm. and like uh, it was kind of getting overwhelming like seeing all this stuff and like not really getting the right information so I was like mm-hmm. okay I just need to put my social media down for a little bit and I'm like pretty happy that I did but at the same time I kind of like want to get back into it because I feel like right now more than ever is when people need like someone positive and looking at the bright side of things versus like just saying all the things that they don't really know like just like what they heard that might not even be true and then stirring the pot and making people more nervous versus like saying like oh hey like this is what's going on but this is what you can do to like keep sane. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I know. And it definitely is like from a person who does like have a following and stuff like that, like you don't realize how many people are looking to you. And, you know, there's like a little bit of pressure that kind of comes with that. But in a way, it's like, you have to check yourself because I'm finding myself doing that too. I'm like, Emma, you don't need to share everything. Like maybe when Mm -hmm. you're having like moments where you're panicking, just keep that to yourself. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the hardest part is because you know we grew up on social media we grew up on Facebook and MySpace and Twitter and like telling all our our, like stupid thoughts all our like fun thoughts like any thought like that comes into our head we tweet it and like but once you get somewhere like you can't just be doing that anymore it's like it's not really like your socials right if that makes sense no yeah (laughs) definitely does well, well, I definitely want to chat a little bit more, but before we get further into this, I wanted to let you have a chance here to just introduce yourself and yeah. where you're from originally, what you do, and maybe some of your favorite artists. We could throw that in yeah. there. 
Well, uh, my name is Dominique. Um, I do go by Deep Blur Princess on both my socials. Uh, actually, most of them, I think now. I'm kind of in the process of like making it all one thing, so I'm easy to, easier to find. Um, I'm from Florida. I was actually born and raised um, between Florida and New York. Um, I mostly uh, do all the like fun things that like I show everybody that I do, like with Insomniac and like you know like working with brands and like going to festivals. Um, but I do also work for uh, my dad, who has his own electrotherapy company. Um, so what it is that I do is I run the Florida location and, um, we basically, we, uh, provide TENS units and NMS units to doctors. And what those are, it's muscle and nerve, uh, like tendon stimulation to heal. So a lot of like athletes will use it. Um, people who like work out, um, use it, or, you know, if you just like something simple, like I use it on my knee because when I was at base Canyon, I'm like, I was born in Florida and like, mo and like Florida and New York. So like all that hiking, I yeah. wasn't ready for it. I wasn't like really like stretching too much. And then like, when I came back, I was like, it literally hurts to move my knee. Right. So what it is, is like, uh, there's these like little sticky pads basically. Um, and you just put them on wherever, like wherever the, like the place hurts and it sends like almost like tiny, like not shock, but like they're like pulses. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it just over time heals the muscles. So, um, uh, yeah, so we have like a Florida office, a Nevada office, a location in the Philippines as our call center. And then, um, we have a, a spot in New York and, um, that's what I was doing when I was in New York was actually training, um, a girl out there. But um, then kind of like some crazy things happened. I had to come back to Florida, so I'm back over here. <laughs> okay, that's it. Yeah, I know you were up in the city for a while. That's so cool. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's always it's always so fun, like, what goes on behind the scenes and what people, like, don't know. Because then, like, you know, everybody has all these things to talk to you about online, but then they get to meet you in person. And then you have a whole nother world of things to talk about. Right. And that's what's always so fun about meeting people is because they only know what you like show them but there's still right. so much to me to people behind the screen that you like you have a whole like a whole nother plethora of conversations that you could be having so it's really fun it's really great oh, I love that wait and did you say how old you are too yeah I'm 23 you're 23 okay I figured yeah. that because I was gonna say I just briefly met you at Imagine Music Festival but mm -hmm. that's why I like love doing this podcast because I'm getting to meet so many people and I and be able to have more like in-depth conversations with you guys and introduce you obviously mm -hmm. to a bigger audience here too yeah. but no this is what I love I want to get to know you on like another level which Absolutely. is so cool um but okay wait you gotta say your favorite artist what are you into right now or <laughs> so it definitely ranges because there's like so many just like beautiful things about EDM is that there's like it's not like rock it's rock or pop, it's pop, or jazz, it's jazz. It's right. like, a, like, again, like, it's just a whole, like, beautiful mess of, like, other things. Um, so I can definitely say that I, I really, I really like Mala. I am still a huge fan of Cascade. Um, Dev is obviously my favorite artist right now. Mm -hmm. um, and um, like I said, it really just, like, ranges. I mean, I really liked Rez for a long time. She was, like, my top 10. I really, really like Calcium. He's really heavy and really great. I really like a lot. Just like that's just some of them. I like it definitely like ranges from people for sure. Right. Yeah. You you're pretty eclectic, and I was gonna say you. It seems like you go to a lot of different types of festivals too, right? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it was a um, pretty was, Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Ultra was supposed to be my first um, ultra. This past yeah. one that um, got canceled. I was really into dubstep for like probably the last two years, and that was like just a really like big headbanger, mm -hmm. like Lost Lands, like Base Canyon, like those were like my like like must 
go-tos. Right. And then um, I was going to go to Ultra for the first time because once I started mm -hmm. dating my boyfriend, Devin, he really, like, showed me a whole, like, new world to, like, trans and, like, um, what's it called? Like, it's, it's like house, but it's, like, not house. It's a different word for house. Like, tech house, maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So there's just so many other things I didn't know that were brought to me. And yeah. then I was going to go to Ultra, which I was actually finally going to get to experience all those new, like, yeah. ways I didn't really know of. But unfortunately, that got canceled. But I'm still, I'm still looking forward to when I can go, because it's definitely mm -hmm. going to happen, even if it's not happening right now. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, I know, I would have, it would have been awesome to see you. That, that one's a big one, just because it is, like, so big with techno and house music yeah. but we'll we'll have festival season at some point I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to get too into that because I, I was going to say every single episode for the next three months is just going to be talking about festivals being canceled yeah yeah <laughs> like, oh my god it's, it's no new news but mm -hmm. um I did want to ask you sort of like just stepping back how you first got into the scene and sort of like when did you adopt like the deeper princess sort of like personality or you know brand yeah. for yourself yeah. So, um, well, I, I was introduced to the scene um, in 2017. I went to Life in Color Miami 2017, and back then it was a two-day event. Right. Um, so I actually, like, I wasn't really too into EDM yet. I was more of, like, a rock and, like, pop kind of girl, mm -hmm. um, more so rock. And then, like, my friend was like, oh, like, come to this thing. Like, it's in Miami. It's going to be really fun. And, like, back then I was, like, maybe, like, 17 or 18, and, like, I hadn't really, like, left like my parents like area very much besides going to New York when I was like a freshman in um, high school to live with my sister and then I came back and those were really like the only things I had really like done um so like doing something in Miami for the weekend like just with my friends was like kind of very uncharted territory for me right. so I was kind of like yeah I don't, I don't know like this doesn't seem like anything I've done before I don't really want to step out of my shell so I was like nah and then like they kept like messaging me about it and like hitting me up and like pushing me so I was like I mean, okay. I mean, it does sound fun. So, like, I ended up buying my ticket, and then um, the, I was supposed to go with three girls, and one of them I knew, and one of them was my friend's friend. So, um, my friend's friend got to my house. It was the night of. We we're about to leave to Miami, and literally, my friend backed out that night. Mm -hmm. So, I was about to go to Life in Color with this girl I don't really know, mm -hmm. but like, I already had get the plans were already made. So, I was like, okay, let's do it. And I ended up going, and it opened up an entire new world to me. Awesome. Like, I was in I was literally waiting in line to go, and I was, like, and I was talking to people. I was, like, yeah, this is my first time. Don't really know what to expect. And right then and there, a girl flirted with me. And I was, like, <laughs> what is this? I just get a, I just get a, I, I don't have one to give to you. Like, I, right. I, I, and she's, like, no, 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 like, welcome. Like, you're about to have, like, a great time. And I was just, like. <laughs> literally just baffled like I just gave her a big hug and I was like this is so amazing like people are just nice like this here and so then the years went on and I was like you know going kind of in and out because like I was graduating high school and like you know school like was a thing and like I didn't really know what direction I was going so like I was figuring out like life things so like I would go and I would come back then I would like kind of go for a while and then come back and then um like 20 like probably like Okay, so yeah, it was only a year I was going. Like, every so months, I guess. Okay, but like, so I, um, back in like 2018 is when, like, towards the end of it is when it started going, like, the things more, like, often. Like, instead of, like, doing one a year, I was doing, like, three or four. And then 2019, I did, like, probably, like, five or six. And um, it was after I had, uh, like, lost a bunch of weight that kind of, like, the Fleur Princess kind of came about. Not because I lost weight, but because, like, I gained such a confidence and found such a new like, way of, like, living, like, versus, like, how I was before I lost weight, I was very depressed, and, like, 
I didn't have a lot of positivity in me, but it was like when I like started telling myself like I can do like whatever I set my mind to mm -hmm. and like I started doing it. Like I was in school for like hair and I was kind of like falling behind. Like I like doing it, but like I wasn't as motivated back then. Right. So like when I kind of started seeing like if I started working at things and like like working hard, like I could literally achieve them. Mm -hmm. That's like when everything like popped off and I was like wow, like, all you have to do is try and, like, have a positive outcome or a positive outlook, and then, like, the outcome will be, like, either very close to what you want or, like, what you want, so, like, I was, like, kind of falling behind in school, so I would literally stay for 10 hours a day just to catch up, and then um, after, like, I would probably go to, I think I went to school at 9 a.m., I would get off at 10 a.m., or 10 p.m., excuse me, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll get off at 10 p.m., um, and then I would literally go to the gym, and so, like, I got this routine, and, like, as like that started like I started like becoming more positive and seeing like how like like how you literally can make life what you want it mm -hmm. so then once that happened I was like I really want to like show people that like were like me people who like used to cut themselves or people who have dealt with depression in their lives that like literally like as long as you're just you know trying and working towards what you want to be you can literally achieve anything you want to try like right. you can do it you just have to do it and that's where I always like had my problem like I never knew what I wanted to do where I had to start I always felt like wait I was always waiting to start like and then until one day I was just like I don't know what I'm doing but I'm just going to do it and then it just started happening so like and then once that happened like um and I started kind of like doing the Instagram thing like I didn't even really mean to like be like the Fleur Princess, it kind of just like happened because I liked the name Fleur Princess, but like Fleur Princess is taken. So I was like, okay, what can I like put instead of like Fleur Princess? And I like tried like the R's, I didn't like the R thing or like the yeah. underscore. So I just put my, because my name's Dominique, I put yeah. D Fleur Princess. And then um, I kind of just started, you know, taking pictures and like, I was like, I want to work with Ray Brands because that's what makes me feel more comfortable, like the most comfortable. I love right. like showing all the hard work I put into my body. Like, this is what I want to do. I want to work with brands. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. uh, so I started like kind of just buying clothes and then like taking pictures of them and like just posting pictures. And then I had a friend at the time who was like kind of like working with um, his camera and like wanting to take more pictures of like people. Mm -hmm. So like him and I like started working together more. And then, um, I had like was kind of like one day I was like kind of like getting down I wasn't really getting anywhere no one was really reaching out to me and then um Freedom Ray where like I saw an ad for them having a model casting so I was like yo like this is it this is exactly yeah. what I needed like <laughs> I was feeling like I wasn't doing anything and here I might yeah so um I actually like spilled it out online and then I um kind of like you know, bought a ticket to California. I kind of reached out to um, some like friends who I knew lived out there. Uh, and then my one friend who like lived on an army base, which was like so different than like real world, might I add, yeah. um, was like, yeah, you can definitely like just stay with me and then um, like do the like the model casting. So I did it and I went out there and that was like a really big deal for me. Like I never like left a state like really on my own or like let alone to like do something like this. Yeah. Um, so I flew out to California to meet up with them and it was really fun. Like I went there and everybody was super nice. They had like a little candy station when you got in and like you were waiting to be called. And then um, they kind of like, they brought us into like this room, like just one by one and like interviewed us basically. Mm -hmm. um, they just asked us like what, like what our name was, how old we were, like where we're from. Like, um, and then we did like a couple like pictures with them. They were all super nice. Um, I wanted like literally, it was like fun questions. Like one of the questions was like, would you rather like be a mermaid or, or like, 
or something else. And I definitely yeah. picked mermaid. I don't, cause I don't remember what the other thing was. <laughs> but like, they definitely made it fun and interactive and like, they just wanted to see your personality. Right. And, um, so it was like, it was like a, like a Saturday thing. And then Sunday, if you got like called back, you would come back and do a photo shoot with them. Mm. Um, and then get like your contract. And then, um, Monday I would, I left. Um, so, but like they said, they would tell us Saturday night. So like, it was like Saturday night, probably like nine o'clock. People were already texting me telling me that they got it. They didn't. So I was like, God, where's my email? Like, yeah. I was freaking <laughs> out. Like I didn't get it for like literally like legit, like after two hours of people like telling me whether they did get it or not. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, where are they? They forgot about me or I meant that I didn't get it. And then finally I checked my spam and they said, I got it. Oh and I was God. just like, I literally started crying. Cause I was like, I like, cause like when I got to the point of me, like feeling confident, I had been like, really like, really like changed my lifestyle, changed how I thought, like all these things in eight months. And I was just grinding and grinding and grinding. So when I finally like got something like mm-hmm. that I'd actually been working on after like saying oh you can do it if you want to do it and then I did it I just started crying I was just like I don't even know what I'm doing right now and I'm right. just gonna start crying oh, <laughs> and I'm really at, like now <laughs> it literally I was definitely happy tears for sure yeah. I was just like I was at the beach we were like we were having a bonfire like with my the friend that I was staying with friends and like they all like knew like what I was doing and what was going on um and then like they saw like I said like I got the message and they were just like like cheering for me and I'm just like sitting there crying and I'm like I'm sorry <laughs> I'm just so happy I like, don't know what to do right now That's so and then cool. the, the next day we got the photo shoot and that was my first photo shoot and like the girls that had already modeled there were like kind of like helping us out and like right. telling us how to pose so like that like was such a tremendous help because like I didn't like I said I didn't really know what I was doing I had just started right. working someone who was just messing with the camera so they weren't really telling me what to do (laughs) so like it was like it was it was so great and then from there on I just kind of kept posting like outfits and then as that grew and as my story grew because I like brought all that um I like was making an Instagram story the whole time like oh this is what I'm doing this is what it's like 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 I don't know how it's gonna come out but like I'm really excited and happy that I'm here and I'm actually out of my comfort zone and I'm doing it and so like as like that started happening I started documenting more of like what I was doing and how I was doing it the like that's when people started following me and so when people started following me that's when more brands started seeing me and then it all just kept going from there on (laughs) Girl, this is like the, per- I'm like so proud of you. I'm smiling right now because guys, I've seen the ads. Like there was a time there, I think it was over the summer where I was getting Freedom Raver ads on every single video and I kept seeing you and I was like, she's Yay. in the ad. It's so awesome. It's so, it's so fucking cool. I, I think this is going to be awesome for so many people to hear because I feel like it just shows you like what you put out into the universe, mm-hmm. and, like what you work hard on, like really will come back to you in Absolutely. the end. It's mm-hmm. really amazing to like hear all of this and I'm glad you brought that up because um, I remember seeing you post something about like your weight loss transformation and I had like no idea your background with that or anything and I just felt like connected to you more in a way because I went through something very similar and I just had no idea that yeah that you had all that happening so it's really amazing to hear your story you should be super proud of yourself (laughs) thank you I I literally I definitely am I'm definitely because like what I what I most learned out of that whole thing was that like how you said like what you put out really does come back if you wake up every day and you roll out of bed you like leave no time to get ready for anything you're like not like in a sense like motivated then like you're not like that's how you're going to feel but if you wake up, you know, like an hour or so earlier, 
and you just take those moments to yourself and you get your day going and you know you put on some makeup not that you really like ever need it but like just to make like as a little confidence boost to yourself right. you know you you put you put in that that good energy into yourself and you tell yourself that you're worth that energy then all the positive things all the good energy just comes right back to you so right. it's really all about how, what you put out there like you said yeah. and so like I'm definitely really happy that I changed that mindset because it, it overall just makes you a happier person right. and who really you know who doesn't want to be happy <laughs> yeah no it's so true and like I feel like with this community obviously like it's extremely accepting and everyone's very open-minded and it's sort of like come as you are. But I also think it's really great what you said, because for some people, and I'm similar to you, like when you work really hard on yourself and you start to just feel really good and mm -hmm. you feel more comfortable in the things you're wearing, like it doesn't always equate that like weight loss means this confidence. You can feel confident anyway, but it is yeah. really cool to also celebrate yourself and acknowledge like I worked really hard on myself and now I feel fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you don't, exactly. You don't even have to look a certain way to mm -hmm. feel that way. All that matters is what you're doing. Is it that you're doing what you want to do? In my mind, I wanted to look a certain way. I wanted to feel a certain way. I wanted to not be winded when I go upstairs. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I just wanted to feel better. And once I started feeling better, I started felt feeling that I also looked better and right. so that's when I gained confidence because I was just putting in work and like it was just, and like there was days when I definitely skipped the gym and I would you know just kind of go to school and um or I would just like do like work on myself or something and like I would still feel good like it doesn't matter that I skipped the gym that day I was doing right. stuff for myself and that's what matters is that you're always doing things for yourself not like only yourself and you're not going to be right. selfish of course but like it's always have to like <laughs> work on yourself because yeah. we're always changing and there's always a, something better that we can achieve yeah for sure and like choosing the things that like make you happy at the end of the day too. absolutely but way. it's very important to find the things that make us happy because oftentimes a lot of people are doing things for other people and then mm -hmm. we wake up and we wonder why we're not happy and it's like well because you're not taking the time for yourself you're doing this for your friend, you're doing this for your mom, you're doing this for your boyfriend or girlfriend, but you, you're not doing much for yourself. And that's when you need to like sit down and be like, what's making me happy? What's making me unhappy? And where do I need to dedicate my time more mm -hmm. to? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you said too, I mean, obviously you put yourself out there by going to like that model casting and like not mm -hmm. everybody is like brave enough to do that. But I, I think it's also good what you said about just in general for people to hear the path to like, if they want to be, a music festival influencer or just an influencer in general or like that's something they're interested in doing it's really great that you said like you you bought some of the outfits and you contacted people and you were resourceful and sort of like put things out there yourself and then then eventually like over time people started to come back to you because I think a lot of the times there's some people who don't put in that work and just like get free things yeah exactly. And that definitely does happen. And it's, it's something that happens very often. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not knocking on anybody because, you know, yeah. they just don't know. But um, it's like you, you can't just kind of expect. You can't just, like, be reaching out and have nothing to do with the brand or, the, or has never supported the brand. Mm -hmm. It's honestly kind of a relationship that you really do have to build for first right um and I and I definitely I didn't know that at first either I just I was just shopping Freedom Raver because I really liked their stuff mm -hmm. and I was balling on a budget and they had really good prices so like that's where that's where that came from and then once I started branching out 
and we're in like seeing more brands and working with them like not even so much working with them just buying from them and I oftentimes like, it would be me buying their stuff and then me just tagging and tagging and tagging and tagging and then you know making sure I tag other companies or other brands or other um, like accounts so they would repost me so that company could see that like that so like other accounts are reposting me as well yeah. and then I would just like get myself in their view and then at that point they'd be like oh we would love to send you something since you keep spending money on us anyways and it's like great right, <laughs> sounds right. like a <laughs> yeah no for sure and it's such like I mean it is such a small community at the end of the day too like oh, I know I've spoken to some like um, people who run these smaller businesses and I think sometimes people forget like they are like very small businesses absolutely. teams it might just be two people behind these companies yeah, absolutely yeah. that that is definitely something big like we're not we're like we're not Vogue like we, right. we're not they're not going to like send out like a scout and like just you know fly yeah. you out to California and have you put up in a hotel and everything's like it doesn't work like that all these brands are small and growing and will it be like that someday maybe this this industry is definitely growing but it's not like that right now right. so whereas I might I might have been paid for shoots I still had to provide certain things for myself it's mm -hmm. not ever going to be I mean not that's not ever but currently right. with how it's going right now and especially um after this hit we're taking mm -hmm. it could take a while before it gets there you know right. you have to give to get and that's that's what a lot of people are finding it difficult is that they have to give when they don't have much to give mm -hmm. well then you have to work you have to work hard yeah. and accumulate something to give to be given to <laughs> right no exactly I think that makes a lot of sense and I think that's definitely important for a lot of people to hear in general um but I do want to ask you too just in general what ha like how has your festival style evolved and what would you say like do you have a certain aesthetic you go for or a style that you like to like do <laughs> well um my festival like so like my first festival Ever. like I definitely had no idea what to wear I didn't know that we could be so free um, and I definitely wasn't as confident so like I'm pretty sure I wore like a like I know I wore like one of those you know those like basic like silver like booty short rave shorts yeah like they're like, like silver and shiny or like pink yeah. and shiny I wore those um, and then uh, like a uh, a like uh, it's a tank top but it has a thicker thicker sleeves on them oh god okay is it like a you know, kind of thing? Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I cropped it. I, I cropped okay. that and I wore that. And that was like my first outfit. Got it. Yep. <laughs> and then, so it started there. And then like for like my next couple of festivals, after I saw what people were wearing, um, I like would Google uh, like uh, like rave clothes or festival clothes. And but I knew that boho was a good look, but it just, I, I what I saw there wasn't like so boho, it was just like ravey. And I liked that. So like one of the first companies that like I'd ever bought from was iHeartRaves. Mm -hmm. um because like it was like this was like yeah like 2017 like 2018 yeah. there was not a lot of like rave clothes around um or like you know like companies that were like yeah like I would I guess I would use the word big like that because they're all like still on Etsy and like I wasn't very like aware of Etsy mm -hmm. um at the time so like I um went to like iheartraves.com and they have like this little section that like talks about uh or like they have like outfits basically made for you mm -hmm. um like already like pre like put together things and okay. so like so like I got something from there and that was like from for my second festival which was like SMF like uh, Sunset Music Festival in Tampa mm -hmm. um and I like there was like some like shiny white corset and then like these like black like super short like booty short bottoms with like they were like half like overalls and then like these like daisy like knee-high socks and then like some toms yeah. and I thought it was so cute and I loved it so much <laughs> um and then like as time just kind of like progressed um and like actually when I was like doing my whole like 
transformation I kind of like like to kind of refer to it as um when I was like doing that I actually got off social media completely um because social media uh and me being an impressionable person who was still dealing like still like trying to figure out how to deal with my depression and anxiety and all my mental stuff um I would try and try and try and then I'd go online I'd see these girls that like you know are literally perfect like I don't even understand but like I understand now being behind the scenes is like it's mostly just like good makeup and like a lot of editing sometimes but (laughs) they're literally always so perfect and you know granted a lot of them probably worked with it but like some of them like you know maybe necessarily didn't Mm -hmm. and that's what bothered me that's what hurt me that's why I was like why can't I just be like this why can't I just be tiny why can't I just be you know like curvy why can't I just look like this person and so instead of focusing on me and what I want to look like and like how I want to feel I would focus on like why I'm not them so I literally just deleted everything when I was like losing weight until like the end when I felt like my confidence rise and, right. you know, myself having a better understanding of like how the life, how life works and how like, you know, attachments, like how those are involved in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, like, it wasn't until like, like I was able to like, really like I was almost done with school and I kind of got into work with my dad um, that like I was able to come back and be like, this is who I am. And all that matters is how you focus on yourself and that's how you're going to accomplish your goals. And, um, that's when my kind of like my, um, my style started to evolve. Um, I kind of started seeing things that I like colors that I liked on myself or, you know, like, um, it also is very much depends on which festival I'm going to. Mm -hmm. So like, if I'm going to like ultra, I want to be like flashy and fun and, you know, like frequency and like stuff like that. And then, like, if I'm, like, going to, like, Lost Lands, I want to be more, like, uh, like, chilling with the dinos, like, you yeah. know, grungy, like, bass babe look. So, it really also depends a lot on the festival. Like, at Oki, I had a lot of, like, boho vibes going on, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, cute skirts or, like, bell-bottom pants. So, um, the festival definitely has a lot to do with it because they, in themselves, kind of create... Mm-hmm. Um, create the atmosphere right. so when you kind of go with that atmosphere and you look at what you would like to look how you would like to look and feel and express yourself in that atmosphere that's mm-hmm. when I would pick my outfit <laughs> right, right right no that's so true it, de- it definitely does depend on the festival but I really appreciate what you said sort of about like it sounds like just at the end of the day it's what you're comfortable in and what makes you feel good and like that's how it will just like sort of come together um, I do appreciate, though, like, in general, I know Freedom Ravewear and also Rolita Couture, like, I think yeah. the best thing that's, like, been happening in the last few years, because, like, now there are more companies producing Absolutely. kinds of outfits, but there's also more, it's not there yet, but more representation, because people need to Absolutely. see people who look like them wearing these outfits, Absolutely. otherwise yeah. it's ridiculous, it's the same people over and over again. <laughs> For sure, because I mean, I know a lot of influencers, a lot, a lot, a lot of influencers, and not even in like the festival world, like just in general, it's just always kind of like the same, the same body type, almost just this thin and pretty. That's literally where it's always put in our case, it's just thin and pretty. And there's a lot of thin, beautiful women out there. There's a lot of thick, beautiful women out there. There's a lot of women who are plus sizes that are beautiful out there. There's a lot of women who are just curvy. And like, there's just a lot of women that are all types of sizes. And when you get a brand that's always and only, and there's not a lot anymore, like, but using like these thin, pretty girls, it's like, okay, I literally don't have a shot. Like, how are these even going to look on me? And that's why, like, I was always so excited when I would work with a new brand and I could post pictures in their clothes and show girls that 
you know, because I'm not, I'm not a twig, and I mean, I mean, yes, like, I, I know I'm pretty, I mean, I'm, everybody's gorgeous, mm -hmm. but, like, I'm not that, there's, I'm never going to be that, I'm never going to be a hundred pounds, like, and, like, like, and that's what, like, is always, like, put in front of us, it seems, mm -hmm. and so when I started working with the brands that, like, I could wear a small, or I could wear a medium and like I could be wearing the same thing as girls that are super tiny, but it would just it would like just look different on me. I could show other people like look like you can wear the size that's yours and it's not going to look like that, but how it looks on you is like you look beautiful. You don't have to look like that. You don't have to be a certain size and you don't have to be you don't have to look a certain way because everything fits everyone different. Right. So like it's just really nice to be able to like be like a representation of that. And yeah. it's really fun. So it's like, and I, and I love when I always get these, or when not, not always, but like I get messages that say, I have your body type, like what size do you get? Or mm -hmm. like, I have your body type, like, do you recommend this on me? And yeah. then I would just be like, I, if you have my body type, I feel confident in it, but you might not, but I say mm -hmm. go for it. And I always want, and I'm always going to say go for it because you know, it, all that matters is how you feel you look in it. And it's not going to look like anybody else, how they wear it, right. to be honest. Right. No one's ever, just, you just don't look the same. Not everybody looks the same. And that's literally what makes it so beautiful. So as long as you feel confident and as long as you feel like you look good and, you know, obviously everybody needs a little bit of hype sometimes. So you send it to a couple <laughs> friends and they're like, heck yes, girl, you're slaying. Yeah, then yeah. you can be like, okay, yeah, like I'm glad I made this purchase. Or you can be like, look, I just don't like how this looks on me. Now I know that I don't like you know, low, low rise things, or I don't like high waisted mm -hmm. things. And then, then you learn from that and you can then base, you know, more products that you buy off of how you feel and the other things. But another thing is with each brand, it always is going to fit different. Like right. there's some brands that like, I love how it comes up on my waist and what, and like, you know, small, medium or large or whatever size I'm in. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's other brands where like, maybe they're just made for like taller girls or right. you know, maybe that, that length or that, like that particular fabric um, just doesn't fit how I would like to, even though I like that style. So like, it, you're always going to be switching it up. Like there's definitely a lots of things where like, I can like, I'm different sizes in them even. Mm -hmm. So like sometimes when, um, I get a small and like freedom raver and the shorts, like if they're a little too, like, um, if they're like a little, if like, so like, say like, these are like the shorts, if they're like a little bit, then I like, I might not like them. I might need to go a size up. So they're like that more. And right. like, that doesn't mean like anything wrong. It just means that it's just the fabric and how things are fitting differently, which is completely yeah. okay. Yeah, no, for sure. And we're lucky too. Like it is such a fun community and like, it is so much fun dressing up and like expressing mm -hmm. ourselves. And there's so many different ways we can do that. Um, mm -hmm. but, but I think it's good. I think these conversations are good to have. Um, and like, Absolutely. you know, we're on social media. Like I, I regularly tweet out and complain about tops not being supportive enough for like bigger <laughs> tests and then a million companies will be like, no, 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 I make tops. I'm like, okay, great. And I just like, it's yeah, like yeah, pop yeah. on and like here I am having a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all have like everybody has their different like things that they need help with or things that Absolutely. like are fit them better. But no, it's, I think I really appreciate you saying all that. It's a good conversation just to have like yeah. for this community in general. Um, for sure. I wanted to ask you too before I let you go here. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, well, I, I wanted to ask you before I ask you about the insomniac stuff. Um, okay. Just in general. I know like there's a lot going on right now and you know that's why I wanted to have you on because you are such a positive light in this community and okay. you know you need you need to have moments too of course like I you know I oh, sure. talked about like having off moments but just in general like for anybody listening right now who's like not in the best place like how would you recommend or do you give any advice to like try and find the positive in certain situations yeah definitely um so like 
I would, oh, like, one of the first things I would say is, like, just don't give up hope. You know, um, hope is definitely something that really keeps us going as like a person, whether it's like, I hope I get this better job. I hope this person likes me back. I Mm -hmm. hope that, you know, I find my phone like anything like hope really does keep us going. Mm -hmm. So like anybody who's like upset about like, you know, like we talked about earlier, like festivals being canceled or like events being canceled, like, you know, there's like so many other things you can do. Like you can like you know, plan your outfits, or you can um, dive in more into music, you know, find new artists, you know, artists that you want to see for when festivals do come back, because you're not giving up hope about festivals not coming back. Or, you know, these, like, these things that you've been putting off, like, you know, like, organizing your closet, decorating your room, like, getting something that you know that you want to put somewhere, like, that just keep busy, keep doing you, keep, like, thriving, you know, you can't go to the gym, all of my gyms are shut down, so mm-hmm. you can find, like, new workouts to do at home, like, things that you can, like, wow, I didn't know that I could use this window ledge as, like, a steppy thing, or, like, um, I didn't know that I, I just got these, like, workout bands, I don't know where they are right now, <laughs> but I just got these workout bands, um, and I've never used them before, but I'm, like, excited to see, like, where this new burn is gonna go, because I have no idea, I just know right. that it's coming. Um, so like, there's just literally so many things like that you just have to look for to do in order to just keep busy and, you know, pass the time and then everything will kind of like blow over and you'll be good before you know it. Um, and like, even like something as simple as like, um, so like in this time I really like, um, I plan to like get a lot more content, you know, put together outfits. I probably Mm -hmm. even like set a, start up a closet page, uh, just because I do have a lot of things that I don't wear anymore. Um, that and like or like just like making like YouTube videos like I've literally put off so much just because everything's just going and happening all the time Mm -hmm. but now I'm gonna have like a lot more free time and I am going to like have um, a lot more weekends to myself because a lot of my weekends were spent like like traveling to you know places to do photo shoots or like we're to Mm -hmm. see companies or go to festivals now I have all these weekends because I usually do have weekends off besides like Saturday I work a few hours Mm -hmm. Um, but now I have all this time to like you know, I just moved, like, set up my apartment, set up my room, like, right, right. Um, finally put outfits together, get the closet page started, brainstorm ideas for YouTube, like, there's so many things that you can do, even though, like, things are going a little crazy. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. So it's just definitely important that you keep up with them. <laughs> it's so great. I think, I think there are so many just, like, positive ways to look at this, and I know that sounds crazy, but it's, like, I almost feel like it's forcing everybody just to slow down, and, like, obviously, Absolutely. we're telling people to stay home right now, but mm-hmm. it's it's been cool to see people, like, making candy and perlers, or creating yeah. content, or creating music, and doing live streams, like, Literally, yeah, I've never seen so, so many lives in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, though, exactly, you yeah. have so much you time, and, like, yeah. Who, like honestly like when do we ever get us time when do we ever get to sit down and check in with ourselves mm-hmm. we don't and if we do then it's it's like because we're so burnt out that we like need to but like it's really like just best that you take this time and just be like wow like what can I do for me who am I like what makes me happy and like then you just kind of like follow those things and as you follow those things like when I was like when everything started I was in hair school like I totally planned to just be a cosmetologist and work for a salon and that was mm-hmm. my thing like that's what I was going to do for the rest of my life and then I started you know taking a different path and putting more work into myself as a person and my mental and my body and 
Um, I like got, you know, I, I didn't have a relationship with my dad at first and then we got into a relationship again. And then now I'm like, you know, we, you know, I have this big position in this company and I do all these festival things and I help so many people. Like mm-hmm. I love that I get to help so many people right. and it really means something to me because I was at such a low point in my life and I would reach out all the time to so many people I would follow. Like, you know, there was just so many girls like online that I thought that could help me. And then at the end of the day, they couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I would always follow these accounts that like I thought would help or make me feel better and they didn't. Mm-hmm. And so like when I was finally able to do that for myself, that's what really pushed me to like, like not only like, like I'm not like, I, I don't feel like I have to live up to being like the player princess, right. but I, I genuinely want people to know that their life is worth it and that they are worth it and that they can do whatever they want to do as long as they do it that they literally they don't have to harm themselves Mm -hmm. they don't have to take their lives they don't have to look at these girls that give you kind of like this false like idea of how things are because they're they're not always like that and that's why like I love to be what I am and do what I do because I love to give that hope to people because I definitely did not have it at one at one point and I found it and I'm really happy that I found it because I'm really happy that I can help other people find it too it's amazing yeah oh you are so refreshing <laughs> it's so it's so great when like especially right now because we're not able to like meet as many people in person right now it's so refreshing when you meet somebody who is who they are online and they are the same way in person because <laughs> it's not the case with some people it's so really not- yeah, and that's, it's unfortunate, but you know that that's just kind of just how it is, and you know you just kind of like you learn from it, and then you kind of separate from it, and you find who you do want to follow and you do want to be friends with, mm-hmm. and that's like what I love so much about what I do. It's like because I have such like I have such a place to meet people and talk to people and make friends. Like I've made so many just true like genuine friends and people that like I did not have in my life, right. and I know now that I have them that like you know, there's going to be days where I need my time. I need my space. I need to talk myself out of holes. But if like there's ever a time I need help or I need someone to talk to, I have these very like-minded individuals that are right in my corner that help me. And it's so beautiful that like this process and this journey has brought me there and this community has brought me there. And like, there's like so many brands that I work with that the owners, they reach out to me, they talk to me, they check on me. It's not like, like I used to work at Vans and like Zoomies and it's, that's like (laughs) those companies, like those big companies are never going to be like the brands in our community. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy that I chose to work with these brands and take this path and do this route because I feel loved and safe and at one with the people that I meet and it's so wonderful it really is it's seriously yeah we're very lucky with just like this community in general and like I feel lucky to be able to do this and have this platform because I I say every time but every time I get to have these one-on-one conversations I know other people will be listening but it just still feels very personal and it's just like so rewarding to meet more people and get to know you on like a deeper level so I genuinely appreciate talking to you today Thank you. I appreciate talking to you too. It's really nice because um, I just like, I, like I said, like I haven't, I haven't had social media. So like, I haven't really been interacting too much. I've just been like focusing on things I need to focus on, but I definitely know I'll be back soon. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, you haven't missed much. It's been crazy. Uh, I just really quickly before you go, I wanted to ask you, I know you were an insomniac performer this year. Yeah. I saw you as yeah. a fly at EDC Orlando. <laughs> it was so, so fun. Cool. Yeah, like what was that experience like? 
So it was really, it was honestly so surreal. Like literally, <laughs> like just being like a, just a normal raver to like being an insomniac performer is just like, I can't do my life right now. Right, like, it right. Was, it, was, it was one of those moments, like how I said, like, you know, thinking I was going to be like uh, doing hair for the rest of my life to like just kind of falling into new things and having things find me. Like mm -hmm. I did not think I was going to end up there. Um, but it was actually, so how it happened was I, when I went to the uh, model casting for Freedom Rave where I met a, my friend Mia, who was also on the East side, she was in Orlando. Okay. So she has been working with Insomniac for like years. She's I think um, 30 now. She has been okay. working with them for years. She had been doing like, she also, also uh, actually is a stilt walker so oh. she yeah so she's like done like a lot she's done edc mexico like twice she's tr trying she was gonna try and go to japan this year with insomniac like such like so many like insane things that like huh. it, like when like she and she's always just like posting like because they're very open about their um auditions so mm -hmm. when i saw the orlando one she like messaged me she's like being, i know we've talked about this a few times like would you have, would you like want to audition with me? And I was like, I have no idea what I would do. Um, right. I'd only, uh, I'd only danced for like one event, um, which was uh, Dub Wub in Orlando. Okay. Um, so like, I literally, I was like, I don't even think I'm like at that level. Like I've done like <laughs> one small like base event that like, I mean, I, I'm sure I was good at, but like, it was like my first ever event. So like, I was nervous. So I was like, how am I going to audition for insomnia? Like, right. how would I ever get on one of those big like stages dancing? Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was like, I was like, yeah, like, I absolutely want to try it out because you know, you never know. You don't know. Right. I, even though like, I have never done anything like that. Like I've done like some play work when I was like younger. I was like, you know, in like this drama class, like over by like the beach and stuff. Like I've always been interested in it. Um, it's just like, I was, I never had the determination to do anything or follow up with it. Or like, I'd always like do singing classes and then I'd quit or, you know, do drama classes and like quit because like, mm -hmm. that's just who I was growing up, right. which I've done obviously a 180 and I'm more determined now. Um, <laughs> but, and so, um, you dance and you have like a few, like, uh, probably like a minute or two of like dancing they play music um it's it's EDM music mm -hmm. and um you're next to a person and you're dancing and then that person walks off stage and then you take their spot and another person comes on and you're dancing and then you walk off and then you wait for special talents and I had auditioned with my Silk fans and then I waited till October I think this was an uh March April May June July I think it was in July Okay. <laughs> July, and then I waited till October to find out if they wanted me in November for ABC Orlando. Um, and then I got an email and I got an offer, which was to work all three days as a puppeteer. And that's what they are called when they do butterflies or mm -hmm. um, the flowers. I don't know if you saw the flowers. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, so yeah, they're like, they, they're, you would be a puppeteer for the flower, the butterfly. And I got um, to be a butterfly. And, um, so like, that was really great. And then, um, it like, I, they're like a whole team and they're just really great. They're just really like motivational every time before, like it was showtime, like we would have this, like, we'd all get together and have like this really positive uplifting talk, like definitely my type of people. So I was like, yo, this is really great. <laughs> That's awesome. You guys are all just nice and friendly. Like what the heck? <laughs> Sure. So like it was really cool that like I got to like groove around and like be a butterfly and like dance and like you know like set it up for people who want to take pictures with it. Yeah. Um, and then it like opened me up to more opportunities. They actually like reached out for me to be a dancer at Okeechobee, but unfortunately I already had all these plans like with my friends and camping and I already mm -hmm. bought all my stuff. So I was like I just like let them know like I can't do it, but like thank you and please don't <laughs> forget about me and keep reaching yeah. out. Because, like, yes. Um, and then I was actually going to audition for EDC Las Vegas. Um, 
but they like aren't having auditions and they're doing like video auditions. Um, so I might, I might audition for it. I'm not entirely sure. I kind of want to see like it. Cause like ABC Las Vegas is so huge. So like, obviously there's like, like probably, I don't know about millions. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, there's probably a lot of people thousand or something. Yeah. yeah. So there's definitely a lot of people who audition and want to be a part of it. So like, I'm just kind of curious to see like if I just would, would get it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I almost just want to, like, I, like, I already have my ticket and everything. I have, like, my camping pod and my group. But, like, a little part of me is just, like, I want to I wanna try. Like, yeah, I didn't even yeah. stand, though. Like, that'd be cool. So, yeah. I definitely think it might. So, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> so fucking cool. No, I appreciate yeah. you. I have I have questions for you off camera, which I'll ask you in a second. Okay. Um, yeah. No, that sounds amazing. And I think it's just such a cool family to be a part of. And you've got, like, your foot already in the door. So, like, even just yeah, exactly experience is so fucking cool it was awesome seeing your photos <laughs> yes I know I literally there was a professional photo of my butterfly and I was and I like made sure I had the same butterfly all weekend I might have been kind of annoying about it but then everybody <laughs> seemed like they were fine with it but I was like I have to have this butterfly like yeah this is what like I'm telling my friends that I have like this is my butterfly <laughs> and so they posted a picture like the second day after and I was like thank you EDC and it was my butterfly like wow. it was like a professional like EDC photo and like you could see this little girl with pink hair like luminous like illuminating yeah. off the bottom like because it was a dark so you couldn't really see and I literally freaked out I like sent to my boyfriend then he actually went out right away and got it framed for me so oh, that was really I love that. That's so dope. no no well, so I'm, I'm so excited for you and genuinely like it was great chatting with you um I want you to plug where everybody can find you on social media too eventually <laughs> Yeah, so um, I think my, I'm pretty sure my YouTube is Deepler Princess. It might just be Deepler Princess. And then my Twitter and my Instagram are Deepler Princess. I just recently switched my Twitter from Dom Lang to Deepler Princess um, okay. just because like, it was already on Instagram. So I was like, I kind of just want one thing. Because like when yeah. it gets to multiple things, it's like, yeah, okay, which one's which? Like, I don't know. Did they exist? And I'm like, yes, I'm here. So, so yeah, so it's Instagram, Deepler Princess, and Twitter, Deepler Princess. And then I'm pretty sure it's Deepler Princess on YouTube. <laughs> Guys, go follow, go support, go like, subscribe, all the things. <laughs> Thank you so much, girl. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It was so great getting to talk to you and finally feel your vibe. It was so awesome meeting you. Ugh, how friggin' lovely is she? <laughs> It was so good to finally meet you, Dom. I'm so glad we got to connect on this episode. You guys, what an incredible story. Um, I relate to a lot of what she said so hard. And it was really fun to like talk about all the different topics like relating to being an influencer in the community and like the fact that she got to do photo shoots for Freedom Raveware and other companies. Like so fucking incredible. It really just goes to show you like how you should put yourself out there um and you know I hope her glow up and her finding her confidence and just talking about you know the struggles that a lot of people you know struggle with um that you can overcome it and it's hard work but it's so so worth it to invest in yourself and it's an ongoing process right we're all going through it we're you know we're not at the end game yet but I hope her words of encouragement hit home for some of you guys today and again it just was like such a such a needed episode right now and that's why I'm so glad I, I had her on this week um, and it was really cool also hearing about her being a butterfly at EDC again I was like freaking out when I saw them <laughs> so that was such a cool story so thank you again Dom at Deepler Princess guys go show her all of the love and support you know how we do over here at Rave Culture Cast uh, with that being said you guys let's get into some EDM news because I do have a lot 
to talk about. I am going to address some festival situations right now. I know we don't want to harp on any of the negative, but I just feel like it's important to keep you guys updated and always send me feedback. Like, let me know what you guys think about the EDM news section. I know a lot of you tell me that you like hearing what's going on. So the biggest thing in the news right now, EDC Las Vegas has officially announced that they are moving the festival to October 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. I mean, we all knew this was coming, right? Like, it's like the biggest EDM festival in the United States. There was no way that was going to take place in May with some travel situations still being like, um, what is it, international travel is like banned right now. And we're supposed to be social distancing at least until April 30th, which, you know, I'm sure that's going to change. So it was not surprising, but I just have to say so much goes into making a decision like that like I know it just seems like people were harping on oh make the announcement why are you guys waiting so long and everyone was focusing on the negative but they were trying to pick the best situation for everyone and they have to move all of the bookings of the artists and the construction and make sure the venue can do it that weekend and they have to talk to you know the Las Vegas government like all of the city officials and the hotel industry like so much goes into planning EDC Las Vegas they couldn't just rush into that decision and obviously with everything going on in the world you have to be careful because you can't pick something like later in the summer like August and run the risk of it getting canceled again or postponed again because we just don't know if large gatherings will even be able to happen at that point so in other news guys October in Las Vegas is beautiful it's still like mid to low 80s during the day it is cold at night from what I'm hearing and what I looked up online it's saying it can be like high to mid 40s so no need to panic you're still gonna have pool parties Las Vegas pool party season goes till mid-October so like camping all that guys you're still gonna have like business as usual Pasquale said it's the exact same festival same stages like none of that's changing it's just moving the dates um just pack layers a bunch of us who went to EDC this past year experienced like 50 degrees at night bring a jacket bring pants y'all are gonna be in the crowd and dancing it's totally fine when you're at the stage it was just when you were walking around that it got cold so you know I hope Um, that all of you guys can still make it if you can't be really careful about where you choose to sell your ticket or how you choose to buy a ticket Uh, I think they have like a support link on their website but I wouldn't buy anything right now unless it's like an official resale program or like website that Pasquale or Insomniac recommends you using just to be safe I don't want anybody to like be a part of a scam or something so don't like buy tickets off a rando on Facebook right now I would hold hold off on that but anyway okay uh oh and I'm not planning to attend I've had a few people asking me um there's just no way because I guarantee that Electric Forest is going to end up getting postponed probably uh and I heard rumors of dates in September and then I have a bachelorette party in October and I'm also I have EDC Orlando so there's just like no way I'd have the time or the money to do EDC Las Vegas I am holding off until 2021 I will make a grand return cannot fucking wait for that so I will be back next year in other news Phoenix Lights if any of you guys are a fan of that festival so they had they were a festival that was happening in April they postponed to October 2nd 3rd and 4th So they ended up coming out saying we realize a lot of people are going to want to attend EDC Las Vegas. So we are looking at other dates. So they already postponed and it looks like they're going to move because they said they don't want people to have to choose between them and EDC. So that's interesting for sure. 
What else do we have for you guys? I just wanted to talk about all the live streams happening really quickly. So I'm not sure what's coming up this weekend, but if you just follow like a lot of artists um, and companies like Brownies and Lemonade and Proximity and all that kind of stuff, they're all having live streams. Like I follow a bunch of people on Twitch. So just stay up to date with your favorite artists because so many people are popping off right now. Uh, Gesture, he was a guest two weeks ago. He does a quarantine stream Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I think at like 8 p.m. Pacific time. On his Twitch channel, Seven Lions has been doing them. Uh, Cascade's done some. Carl Cox has done one. Who else? Jaws. Like, everybody's been doing that. So, yeah, we have we have music to fill the void of festivals. That is for sure. We have no shortage of shows. I loved the Digital Mirage shows, or not shows, live stream, which is currently going on. It's Saturday right now that I'm recording this. So many incredible sets so far. Really, really good. Cascade was good. I saw Griffin. Who else did I watch? I have to go back and watch Seven Lions, Um, but I just love it, and I think we're going to expect a lot more of those kinds of live streams. Uh, In other news, Kygo is coming out with an album, you guys. I'm so happy. I love Kygo. I feel like I don't talk about him enough, but he is like secretly one of my favorite artists. I've loved him since he was on SoundCloud just putting remixes out. Like I have loved him for so many years and I just love his albums. Like he puts together such incredible works of art and they've just he's amazing live. Like I just love him. I love the lyrics. I relate to his songs a lot. So he's been dropping singles. I think two have been released so far and we're getting a new album which is called Golden Hour. So very exciting. Um, I have a couple of, actually I have both of his singles in my New Music Friday playlist on Spotify if you guys want to follow that. Um, I post new music picks every Friday and I'm always refreshing the playlist. So when I add a new week, I eliminate the week from like four, three or four weeks ago. So there's always new fresh stuff in there if you guys want to follow that uh 07 lions ep dropped did you guys listen to that it's so fucking good (laughs) i love that man so much uh and i was really excited to hear some new music out of them and there were some like unexpected tracks on it so it was really fucking good okay what else do we have here um i mean oh my god i have a list a fucking list of festivals that have been postponed or moved i don't even know if we want to go into this most notably i'll say ubby dubby because i was planning to go to that festival um ubby dubby is combining with freaky deaky and they are doing a massive halloween festival now crazy very interesting solution i know a lot of people were like shitting on ubby dubby for doing that but i kind of think that's pretty fire and rather than having ubby dubby on another weekend in october at least the two festivals combine into one and then you have less conflict there um there's so many incredible halloween festivals though so we'll see what happens with that Yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of other ones. Unfortunately, Governor's Ball was canceled. I was planning to go to that festival. They all all together canceled, and it was supposed to be their 10-year anniversary, so that really fucking sucks. Lastly, I guess I'll just mention the Illenium and Excision collab that came out, because that was pretty fire. I know people were excited about them collaborating again and releasing a single. It's got some Screamo vibes on it, so I just wanted to highlight that, because that was a, a pretty awesome track that came out. Okay, uh, last up here, guys, before I let you go, I want to give you my song recommendations of the week. This is a new segment I've been doing the last few weeks that I really like, Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this. So what songs have we been into? Okay, I will say off the bat here, uh, Kygo's new single, Like It Is, Chef's Kiss. Love it. It's great. It's kind of of like spring vibey. It's featuring Zara Lark. 
Zara Larson and Tyga. Uh, I really like the vibe of that. I have been playing the song nonstop, Beat of My Heart by Lost Frequencies, their new single. Bitch. Very unexpected. I did not expect that single and the drop in it. Oh my God, melt your heart. So Lost Frequencies, Beat of My Heart. That's a great one. And the last one I'll mention this week is not an EDM song. Shocking, I know. But I watched recently, sorry guys, I know you're probably like, fuck this shit, but I watched um, To All the Boys I Loved Before, the part two on Netflix. Love that movie. Love the first one. Love the second one. I've watched it like three times at this point. <laughs> and in the very last scene in the movie, there's a song by Marina, Marina, sorry, yeah, called About Love. I don't even know how many times I've played it. It's probably one of the top played songs on my Spotify for like the last month at this point. So Marina about love. It just got such a cool vibe. It's very poppy, um, but her voice is like really interesting and fun. And I don't know. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel like a high schooler in love. I fucking love it. (laughs) So that's another one that's in my like songs. Um, So yeah, I'll leave it there. Those are my three like songs of the week. Oh man, we made it to the end, you guys. Thank you all so much for listening and hanging with me today. I genuinely love and appreciate all of you so much for being here. Um, If you could tell a friend about the podcast and send them a link, it would mean the world to me. Uh, Rate and review on iTunes. Just throw a couple stars. And most importantly, make this your Instagram stories or tweet it out today and tag at RaveCultureCast and at Emma Capotis. Uh, YouTube fam, what's up? I love you guys. You guys can always go watch the episodes if you want on YouTube and subscribe over there. But I genuinely hope all of you stay healthy, stay happy, find something that makes you smile this week. Do something that makes you feel good and take care of yourselves out there. And I will be back next Wednesday with a new episode. Bye, guys.